Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are talking first and second round pairings for Roto Leagues. Let's go! G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at BallBoysNBA and on Instagram at BallBoysFantasyBasketball. Today we are going again with another video talking about first and second round pairings. If you haven't checked it out already, yesterday our first and second round pairings video for head-to-head leagues dropped on the YouTube channel or on the podcast, wherever you are listening to. So go and check that one out. Make sure you give it a big thumbs up and um, come back to this one here where we are talking the same thing, but now for Roto Leagues. A little bit of a different um, mix or a different focus, I should say. You could also apply this to head to leagues if you are someone who is not a fan of punting and you want to go with a bit more of a balanced approach because that is, of course, the goal of what we're trying to do in a roto league. We are not sacrificing any particular category. We want to be as good across the board as we possibly can. So the pairings and the targets that we are doing with our first round picks are different as a result. So with this one here, I'm going to go through a little bit less specific than the other video, just because I think there's a few players. Um, I still, in a Roto League, I pay a little bit less attention to my build per se and what I am targeting and more attention to basically the best player available. Um, so I would definitely put more weight into the player that I just think is the best on the board. Um, in early rounds, definitely take into consideration injury risk. Although in this video, I am assuming that we are in a games cat format. So uh, a player who is injured, you're just going to put on your bench and then put someone else in and you're not going to, um, you're still going to have your 82 games that you're trying to fill from that position. So keep that in mind. We are talking nine category Roto Leagues, games, cat format, which is the most popular format of rotisserie leagues out there. 
Um, personally, I think that all Roto Leagues should be eight category leagues, but um, that is not the majority of leagues out there, so we are talking nine category leagues. So let's get started. I've got two players here joined together, Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid. For me, these are the top two picks, two centers. Obviously, Jokic provides a little bit different. He provides a bit more assists, Embiid a little bit more in terms of blocks, but Essentially, pretty similar players in the fact that they're both centers who score a lot of good points. The efficient from the field and from the free throw line. Um, not a huge amount of threes from either. Um, and yeah, so pretty similar from that point of view. Jokic obviously is the better version. Um, maybe a little bit more reliable in terms of durability. But I, I feel pretty confident personally with Embiid as well. So here are the list of guys that I've got here. I'm going to put a bit of a blanket statement for most of these guys. If you have a chance to get Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving, or Anthony Davis as a second-round pick, I think you should probably pull the trigger. Probably more so the first two, Kawhi and Kyrie, because I think that they have first-round per game upside in totals, even though they're going to be missing a lot of games. They're not going to be too far away from the first round. So in general, I think that for most of these players, assuming you feel comfortable with your first round pick, and for me, both of these guys, I do, I would be, if any of them fall because people are worried about them missing games, I'd be snapping them up. I'm less concerned in this type of a format because when Kawhi rests in a back-to-back, I can just put him on my bench and put someone else on the my starting lineup. I'm not worried about his playoff schedule or anything like that in this format. So I'm more confident in drafting Kawhi, Kyrie, and AD in a Roto format. So for me, bit of a blanket rule. You're going to see those names come up a lot in these um, in these rankings because I think they just make excellent second-round targets, especially in this format. But outside of those big three, towards the end of the second round, I'm hoping to target a Paul George to give me a lot of boost to my threes, a lot of boost to my steals. Um, I've got two centers who are good in field goal percentage, so I can carry his field goal percentage um, drain with those two guys. Anthony Edwards is a guy as well. Similar kind of story. I need the threes. I need the scoring. I'm prioritizing points early in the draft because it's very scarce later on. So I want to get guys who can score me a lot of points. And with these two, I also get the value of their threes as well. I think Edwards is a good steals guy. Maybe he doesn't get the um, you know the free throw percentage boost that that Paul George does, but you know it could climb up to above eighty percent, which would be a big boon to his um, value. And then the last guy here I also have is Fred VanVleet. Similar kind of story to Paul George. You can absorb the field goal percentage, but he's going to give you great steals, assists, blocks for a guard. Threes are going to be great. Um, the scoring might not be as high, hence why he's lower down than those other than those other guys. I'm prioritizing guys who score a little bit more than Freddie um, because of the statistics scarcity of that category, so he is sort of the last guy, but I think any of those players, if you can pair along with those two centers um, to end the second or even start the third round, I think those are good gets for those boys. Um, Another couple of pairs here, two similar kind of players again, Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum. Maybe the biggest difference between these guys is the riskiness of them. Kevin Durant obviously is maybe a little bit more of a risky player than Jason Tatum. So again, with the Jason Tatum, very, very comfortable drafting Kawhi, Kyrie, or Anthony Davis with Jason Tatum. Maybe with the Kevin Durant, you're a little bit more conscious of not selecting one of those guys. So I haven't included them in this little list here, but I do think that 
with the Tatum, you could easily take those three guys, again, first round potential in the second round. But if not, if they're off the board or you'd rather go someone a bit safer, then these are the guys that I like. Paul George again. Luka Doncic again. I'm putting him here because this is where I value him. He's likely already off the board in your league. A lot of people are drafting him in the first round, but I don't think in a nine-category roto format he is a first-round player. But I'll put him here again. The big volume in points, assists. Because Durant and Tatum don't turn the ball over a huge amount, that's why I like Tatum. Sorry, I like Doncic with these guys because your turnovers aren't stupidly high. Um, and then those big points and assists do help you in these guys. Um, DeJounte Murray and Fred Van Vliet. I like DeJounte with both of these guys because of the good assist-to-turnover ratio. The elite steals helps carry um, a negative in both of these guys. So the steals from Durant and Tatum are very... They're below one, or they were at least last season. Durant especially is probably his biggest weakness. Um, so DeJounte definitely helps there. He helps... Bring bring along some rebounds. So between your forward and your guard, you're getting you know seven plus rebounds each. Um, so I like that pairing. And then obviously Durant and Tatum help boost up threes that Dejounte Murray is lacking, and their free throw percentage helps boost up his. It's not a negative, but it's just not very elite uh, as well. And then Fred Van Vliet, similar story. I got him a little bit further down from Dejounte because. Durant and Tatum, especially Tatum, don't give you the buffer in field goal percentage that a Jokic and Embiid have. So I would definitely prioritize the DeJounte over Fred Van Vliet if that was my starting pick, just because I want someone with a bit of better field goal percentage um, than Fred can provide. And I also feel a bit more... um, more concerned about Fred Van Vliet's knees and his injury risk, I think is a little bit higher than a DeJounte. So I'd be prioritizing DeJounte to get my steals up a little bit if I started with KD or JT. This next one here, I've got a bunch of different players all grouped together because I kind of see them all very similarly. James Harden, LaMelo Ball, Trey Young, Damian Lillard, and Steph Curry. So five point guards there. All going to give you huge boosts to assists, threes, free throw percentage, points. Uh, LaMelo Ball, James Harden, probably not as many points. Um, maybe someone like Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, Trey Young, not as many steals. But these guys are all going to be roughly around the same kind of a boat. And again, top target for me here, Kawhi Leonard would be the number one guy. I feel very confident in a lot of these players. Kawhi Leonard is going to give me this solid... Um, Field goal percentage for a, for a guard eligible player. He's going to be great in steals. Low turnovers, which is probably the biggest reason I've popped him at the top of this board. Um, these guys that are listed here are all high in turnovers. So if I can get a Kawhi Leonard who's not going to turn the ball over, be super efficient, give me those elite steals, the points, threes, the rebounds and assists are still good as well. Just steady contribution across the board. I think Kawhi is excellent. Anthony Davis would be my next pick for these guys. Again, a lot of them all have enormous boost to their free throw percentage, so that counters Anthony Davis's lack or poor free throw percentage. If AD shoots a better percentage from the line, awesome, then you've got even more value, but just in case it doesn't improve, I think that this is where you take AD and you get those blocks, which are going to be very hard to find. Um, So for me, Kawhi and AD are pretty head and shoulders above the rest of this group, so if you can grab one of those guys, I would do so. 
Um, and then LeBron James as well. Similar to ADs, the free throw percentage, you can counter it with a James Harden. You can counter it with a Damian Lillard. Uh, all those Trey Young, all those guys will counter them. The only thing is with um, LeBron James, the turnovers are a bit higher, so you're, you're pairing two guys with high turnovers. It's not the end of the world at the start of the draft, but um, that's just why he's a bit below those other two guys. And again, with the AD thing, you get the blocks, uh, whereas LeBron, I'm not expecting as many. And again, this is why I've got Rudy Gobert here. He might not get this high in a per-game basis, but in a totals, he could get here. The blocks that he provides, um, just the steadiness that he provides with the stats that he gives you, he's going to be an excellent balancer with his field goal percentage and his blocks and his rebounds to a lot of these players. So he might be maybe considered a bit of a reach here. So if you do have someone, maybe you took James Harden really early or you took you know Steph Curry really early or, or whatever the case may be, if you're sort of coming towards the end of the second round, I don't mind going with a Gobert early to make sure that your field goal percentage is nice. These guys will balance out Rudy Gobert's free throw percentage, which will be very hard to do later in the draft. You're going to get the elite blocks, which a lot of other teams are going to struggle to get with the lack of blocks in um, NBA this year, and especially in a roto format. Um, the, the stats start from day one, right? So, Rudy, uh, so Robert Williams, um, JJJ, all those guys that are going to provide good blocks in the second half of the season won't be available early on, so you'll get a huge head start with a player like Gobert. So... I do really like that. And then the last guy I've got here is Chris Paul. Again, similar kind of story to Kawhi Leonard. He's a great assist to turnover ratio guy, so low turnovers. Um, he's efficient from the field. The, the lack of scoring is the main concern, uh, but he's usually been a, a top 20, top 25 per game guy in Roto League. So it's just the fact that he's turning 38 this season. I don't love drafting guys that old. At some point, you know, it could fall off a cliff. Um, but if all those other guys are gone, I think he is a nice pairing with these boys. And um, if you do that, your assists are going to be very, very solid, which, again, we know is a hard stat to find later on in the draft. And you're going to do it without absolutely murdering your turnovers. So Chris Paul is is an okay pairing. Again, I'd probably want to be drafting him more towards the end of the second round rather than early. So I think those other guys would, would be available in those scenarios. So, again, kind of grouping a lot of those guys together, but just want to illustrate the fact that those are the types of players you compare with those types of players. Again, like we said at the start, Roto, I'm not as concerned with the, the individual specific pairings, but more just the general balancing of stats and combining, um, balancing the risk profiles of a few different players. And and all those players there, I don't feel like are very risky guys. Um, so you could even throw a Kyrie Irving into this list as well. So uh, maybe you, you probably would go Kyrie Irving ahead of a Chris Paul and probably ahead of a Rudy Gobert as well on this list, um, just depending on your tolerance for risk. But for me, he would also sneak in there. So um, let's move on to the next guy. Again, a bit of a harder one. He's on his own in this list, and that is Giannis Antetokounmpo. I had him ranked, I think it was seven, on my um, top 12 Roto rankings that I did earlier this week. His big drag, his big negative is obviously the free throw percentage. We can hope that it comes up, and we have seen him hit free throws at mid-70s before, which obviously is uh, any improvement we can get from him at the volume that he shoots it at is helpful, but we're not going to rely on it. We definitely need to attack his free throw percentage negative immediately because, as I've said a few times before, free throw percentage and free throw percentage at good volume is extremely hard to find later in drafts. So I want to with my second pick, get someone who can help me to at least get that percentage up to somewhat average 
um, straight away because it's going to be hard to do later. So for me, number one targets are Trey Young, Damian Lillard, Devin Booker, Kyrie Irving, and Kawhi Leonard. Those are the five guys that are going to have the biggest sway on your free throw percentage in the second round, or some of these guys obviously might go in the first round, but I would be definitely trying to target those guys. The guys at the top there are obviously going to be healthier um, and more available throughout the season. And again, in a roto format, you need that to obviously counter the season drag that Giannis is going to have. Um, So even though maybe Kyrie Irving is a better free throw contributor than someone like a Devin Booker, I don't expect him to play as many games. So for that reason, I would still prioritize Devin Booker over a Kyrie Irving in this scenario because what you need is the cumulative effect of Devin Booker's free throw percentage to counter the cumulative effect of Giannis's free throw percentage. Um, the other good thing about Booker is obviously getting a lot of points, you're getting a lot of steal, uh, assists, and then Giannis's steals and blocks will help uh, boost what Booker doesn't provide. So um, Booker is probably the most realistic target that you might be able to get out of these guys, and I think it's definitely one that I would pull the trigger on regardless of where I'm drafting Giannis. If Lillard or Young are there, I would take them above him, above them. But um, yeah, definitely trying to target someone to help me with those free throws in the second round. So uh, I wouldn't wait till later to try and get a better free throw shooter. You might be able to snag a Jimmy Butler in round three. You might be able to snag a uh, DeMar DeRozan in round four. Those are kind of other players that can help you in those categories. But again, um, you probably you might even need two. You might even need one of these guys and one of those boys in in the third or the fourth round. And obviously, Jimmy Butler comes with his injury risks as well. So, yeah, I, I would definitely be looking to ad- address that negative immediately in the draft. So, if you do end up with Giannis, he's not an avoided or cost. There is obviously a point at which you do grab Giannis because he's so good in so many other categories. But you do have to address that free throw percentage straight away. Um, the next player that I wanted to have a look at here, again, a bit unique on his own, Tyrese Halliburton. I think I had him from memory. Um, I don't have my list right in front of me, but I've got, I think I had him at about eight on my roto list. Really like him in a roto format. His um, great assist to turnover ratio is something I really like. Um, the low points doesn't bother me as much in this. However, though, in my second round, I am trying to target guys who will give me a big boost to my scoring. So the top three guys here, especially Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, I know, again, he might already be gone by this point, but if he is someone, if you're drafting in a league where they, people are switched on and, and he does fall into the second round, then... Um, Luca would be a fine pairing here. Um, LeBron James will, will help. Again, the free throw percentage isn't as counted with someone like a Tyrese Halliburton. He doesn't get to the line as much as those other guys. So you're probably still going to look to try and get some better free throws. But LeBron's free throws isn't as much of a tank as it is compared to like a Giannis or a Gobert. So um, it's not as much of an issue. So I think it is recoverable from. So those three guys, obviously big points. Um, the field goal percentage, especially for LeBron, is really helpful. But Kyrie's a great guy from the field as well for a point guard. Um, I think they're really, really good targets. Um, the other guy I've got here is Paul George. Again, you're going to want some threes. You're going to want some steals to go alongside with Tyrese Halliburton. That will be really nice. Um, the field goal percentage, because Tyrese is a guy who is a good field goal percentage guy from the field from a, for a point guard, his turnovers are compared to how many assists he's getting, is really good. So someone like Paul George, who has a low assist-to-turnover ratio, that balances it out nicely. So I think that he is someone that I would also want to target um, 
as well if you can pair those two together. Um, that would be really, really good. And then the last guy I've got here, again, it'll be a quicker video than the one we did yesterday, but Carl Anthony Towns. I've simply just gotten here. He is so balanced across the board that I think you should just be targeting the best player available. Um, if you want to see what I think the best players available for that format, um, go and check out ballboysnba.com and check out my rankings over there. But best player available, for me, you're probably looking... Again, I like some of those guys that are a bit more injury-prone um, in a roto format. I'm totally fine taking those guys. That's Kyrie, Kawhi Leonard, um, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis less so because of the free throws, but those first two especially, very happy to take them and pair them with Carlton uh, Towns. If any one of these guys that I've mentioned already falls, um, then you just grab them and pair them with Carlton with Towns as well. I think that he's so versatile that there's not really any particular specific target that I want. I just think whatever you think is the best player available, I'm fine to pair with Carl Anthony Towns. He doesn't really have a stat that you need to boost back up to, to average. Um, I mean, maybe maybe it's the field goals if he moves back out to the perimeter, but it's not going to be a negative. It just might not be great for a center. Um, so maybe keep that in mind. Um, but again, anyone who you think is the best player available, I think we find to, to pair with Carl Anthony Towns. So uh, that will do it for us today, guys. Let us know what your thoughts are. Where do you? Where are you going to be picking your drafts? Is your draft starting this weekend? I know I've got a lot of slow drafts happening right now, um, and I am doing my best to prepare for them. Um, check me out on Twitter at BallBoysNBA. I'm going to be tweeting out all the results of a lot of my slow drafts. We're doing Dynasty slow drafts at the moment. We're about to start. Uh, we've just started the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Bowl draft where I'm going to be picking a pick eight in the, the Celtics division over there. And then also the Pro um, the Pro 20 League, which is 20 analysts um, drafting. I think we've only got eight roster spots on that one. So it's going to be tough. Every pick is going to be super important. I think I'm at pick eight again on there as well. So love me a pick eight this year. Um, and I'll be tweeting out all of my thoughts and what I'm what I'm considering when I'm making those selections on Twitter. So make sure you're following me over there again at NBA. Check out ballboysnba.com for all of our rankings, projections, and um, articles dropping. Um, haven't put out one in a little while, but there should be one coming out soon. And I will see you guys next time. Like, subscribe. Catch you later. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.